Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And we are joined by McNeil and Pamphalon. <laughs> I didn't know what to do then at that moment. No, that, that didn't come across though. Okay, You're fine. That's fine. No, nobody will guess. You Hooray! can edit that. Yes. You can edit that. Get it in the edit. Good. And we're doing a sort of we're doing a sort of go eight bit special <gasps> for this episode. Mm. So what I tell you what, Steve, why don't you explain what is a go eight bit? A Go 8-Bit is, uh, well, it was a live video gaming comedy show, and now it is a television video gaming comedy show uh, that you are in and we are also in. Am I in it? Loads. Oh, You're very funny. Go. Oh, well, there we are. Who'd, who'd have thunk it? I am not in it. I just want to make that very clear. You were in but... an episode of the spin-off, which <laughs> yeah. has not been recommissioned. No, thanks to you, specifically. The channel <laughs> were at pains to point out that was entirely your fault. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're we're in this TV show, uh, which is actually, to give it its full title now, is... Dara, Dara O'Brien's Go 8-Bit. That's right. Uh, and when this goes out, you'll be able to watch Dara O'Brien's Go 8-Bit with me and Steve and Sam yep. uh, on Dave at 10 o'clock definitely, on Monday night. Definitely the after I just don't need to be here. <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, oh you do. Right. Yes. I'll watch while you all blow smoke up each other's asses. I think that's where we're going to go. I don't know if that's how it's going to go. <laughs> Based on so. having filmed three series, I don't think that's how this is okay. going to go. Okay, all right. Maybe all the smoke is gone. <laughs> Plenty of arse. Yeah. Loads of arse. So much arse. Good. Loads of arse. Now, of course, listeners, you will have gathered by now that Sam and Steve, McNeil and Pamphlon, are a comedy double act. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. What's that like? It was, well, it's all right now because we see each other much less. When we were doing live gigging, we were together all the time and got sick of each other. But now we only see each other on special occasions. So it's lovely. <clears throat> well, so, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing because, as you as you all know, because you've been going about as long... I think roughly we're we're, we're like year nine. Or ten? No, no, we're no, not no, yeah. no. Year five? Are yes. we on, coming up oh, to year five? Oh, right. yeah. so, oh my god, you're going up to the halfway. Eighteenth oh, of June, Sam, is our tenth anniversary from our first live. I hate week. that you know that. I always, I just remember dates. <laughs> I hate that you know that. You've probably got a USB in your pocket with a recording of it on. I absolutely oh. have. Uh, so oh, no, we'll play it now. No, oh. don't. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a lovely thing being a double act because you do kind of have, but it is a very kind of. Um, uh, what's those relationships that you're not supposed to have? So. Incestuous? No, those those are quite sexy. 
no, on camera. Uh, when you really, uh, oh God, what's it called? Uh, you're responsible, uh, you're dependent. Codependent. Codependent. So it does become a bit like a codependent relationship in a sense that you kind of, or a marriage in a sense that you kind of become the roles that you define for yourself. Mm. So for example, um, we always point out that Steve, where he lives in Milton Keynes, was actually quite a cool guy and a bit of a risk taker. But really? in a, yeah, in Milton Keynes. But, <laughs> right. But in the double act, he became the sort of the stiff, geeky, geeky office, man. office guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was, at the time of joining the double act, I was just like a heavily in debt, working in a part, uh, working in the pub party animal. Yeah. Um, mm. And so then, then mine was true. But then, but then, <laughs> <laughs> but then what happens is, is that when it comes to doing admin and things, Steve would be like, you're going to do that? And you're like, of course I'm not going to do it. I'm wacky. <laughs> so he ends up doing all the, all the admin and I end up doing all the crazy feeling stuff. Wow. What, what is, what mm. actually is that? What's crazy feeling stuff, Sam? So it's like, hey, let's do a sketch about krill. <laughs> no, he genuinely... An that, ideas man. Like an today, ideas. Yeah, yeah. he keeps going on about this krill sketch he's got an idea for. I want to do a sketch about krill. Adamant. Are you serious? No, he is. So yeah, who's going to play the, the whale? Sam will be krill. No, 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 no. Be talking you, to krill. It's like George, you don't see the krill. We're, we're krill. We're some, some krill. Some krill. And the whole, the whole, Are you the, high? No, <laughs> the whole idea of the thing would be that this is one piece of krill... That it's talking to another piece of krill. One piece of krill is a psychiatrist and one is not. And they're saying, I don't feel like I'm very important. And it turns out that they are... No one is a krill. You're just some krill. There, there's no sense of identity as krill. It's like, is it like the Borg in Star Trek Next Generation? A little bit. And like one krill is just like, I don't... I, just, I, want, to, I want more yeah. as krill. And I, th- I mean, I think if anything, this illustrates why we've moved away from sketch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's getting funnier the more you explain it. Uh, it I've really gone into always, a hole there. Yeah. I've really well, gone into a hole yeah, there, that one. That's how so how did you two meet in the first place? We had the same agent. We got put together like a shit boy band. But also our relationship was some sort of weird sex commune where there were 15 people and six people and just everyone slowly left. And then it was just... Oh, so, so we weren't a double act. Oh. We were a group of people where everyone else couldn't bear to work with us. And so we became a double act by, uh, nice. by default. Which, really yeah, which, is like, which is like going into like an Eyes Wide Shut party. Everyone <laughs> fucking. And by the end of it, there's two people left just going, might as well get married. Oh, really, yeah. <laughs> God, I don't do. think anyone liked us. No. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. But then something out of that ugliness grew something lovely. <laughs> well, it was, it, was very, it was very lovely. And as you'll know, uh, uh, working with each other, is that there was a moment, well, every time I'd ever tried to write with anyone, friends or anything like that, and I'd sort of say, well, I think this should happen. they go, yeah, and then a camel walks in. And i go, no! No, camel! <laughs> oh, and in my head, I'm thinking, it's like, you idiot, everything you're saying is wrong! Yeah. And Steve was the first person that ever went, oh, then this could happen. i go... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, that could happen. That would be a good idea. And then, so then, no, same just... sensibility. Although, although I've nurtured that too much, and now it's all krill stuff. Yeah, it's very much krill based. I'm entering my krill phase. Netflix and krill. I like it. Nice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think of that one earlier. We did yeah. everything else with krill. Of course, we did. Netflix and krill. Thank you. Netflix and krill. <laughs> oh, That'll come be fun. Yeah. It, it is now. In the absence of one, it'll have to be, won't it? Yeah. All right. Done. That's your Netflix special named as well. Yeah. Because you'll definitely get one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely get one. So together you are McNeil and yes. You started out doing the sketch comedy, and then when you, did you realise that video games comedy was the the future? Series three of Go Eight Bit. Probably. <laughs> um, no, we didn't really because it wasn't. It's, you know, we were talking to someone about it today and just sort of saying um, uh, how you you work really hard at one thing, and then the thing that you do by accident becomes more of the thing that's going to work, mm. and it probably took less effort in a way 
so yeah, we were just going to Edinburgh one year, and it was, our, it was going to be our fourth year there, and we hadn't written a show, and what we'd written was dreadful. Steve had just listed some paints. It was a very good sketch about paint. It's better than the cruel thing. The idea, <laughs> the idea for the sketch... Oh, God. Oh, God. No, it's not. It's I feel not like we just pick it, we could get a sketch off the back of this. People are listening. So the idea for the sketch, right, yeah. was that people would be in a room, and they'd just sort of go, Misty Glade, and then all ponder for a bit, and they'd keep listening to things, and eventually someone would just go... Why don't we just go with white paint? And it could have been incredible. But, but it uh, wasn't. We decided not um, to spend 10 grand on that show. And, uh, just <laughs> I do think that was a good choice. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> well, so instead... Well, Steve, got... Steve had this idea. He said, well, if we go up and do a show, how about weekends? We get a little room and we just stick a Nintendo into a projector. Get comedians pissed. And, and get play to... video games yeah. and see if anyone comes along to it. And then the Go 8-Bit show did really well. It sold out and we had to add extra dates and... Who knew people liked video games? I mean, Steve it's a, did. It's, it's, it's <laughs> kind of a thing, isn't it? Apparently. Well, I remember Steve teaching me about video games and me just kind of going, no, <laughs> no. And in Korea, they will have entire stadiums full of people playing video games. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is mental. And mm. adults play them. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I didn't, didn't realise. I stopped playing when you I was 14. Out. Yeah. I stopped playing when I was 14. I just figured it's what 14-year-old people did. Then, so, yeah. So, then you got, you got the telly. You got the telly show. Dara O'Brien became uh, involved. People always ask me what Dara is like in real life. And I always say, well, he's dreadful, isn't he? He's absolutely yeah. awful. Completely yep. unbearable. Yeah. And he actually uh, has quite long hair. And he <laughs> deliberately puts it under a bald kind of short head yeah, well, I don't yeah. know why he does that and he's actually from Beckenham he's not yeah. even Irish he's yeah. in a very broad Beckenham accent as well yeah his, yeah. his name's Ian Johnson in real life. <laughs> yeah. I think you might have just run into a guy called Ian Johnson and uh, <laughs> assume that that was your uh, your boss um, yeah so for anyone who hasn't seen Dara O'Brien's go it bit Dara O'Brien obviously yeah. is, is the host um, you two are the team captains mm-hmm. And I'm sort of like dictionary call. I'm sort of Rachel Riley. Would you say more Riley or Vorderman? Well, I I'll think, take either. I'll take I either. I think you're more Vorderman. I think you got more sass. Yeah. Mm. I mean, not that Rachel Riley hasn't got sass. Riley's got sass. Uh, yeah. But you're just more Vorderman, I think. Yeah. Clever, you know. Although, ironically, I'm shit at maths. So. I, I think it's more. Mm. I feel like it's more. Um, what's the, uh, Susie Dent. And oh, I love And let Susie. me tell you for why. Yes. Because I think the Vorderman role was originally created as quite a sort of submissive lady putting up the numbers for you, a uh, pit girl. That's mm. my trend, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> air hostess. So it was like an air hostess type thing. Yes. Oh, here you are, sir. Mm. Ooh, hey, oh, your numbers. Oh, aren't you lucky? Wink. Um, <laughs> and I think Vorderman turned that into actually... Bite back. I'm a sexy lady. Here's your numbers. She's got the smarts. You got, yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. you got damn bastard. Here's your numbers. Yeah. Seck them. Yeah. Like that. I would say you're more Susie Dent in the sense that you are there for your knowledge. I mean, yeah, but you would though. Dent. Yeah. I'd cause one. <laughs> I'd cause one. I don't know. I've never said that before. <laughs> it was lovely though. It was amazing. It doesn't matter. Cause it I don't know. Yeah, it like, oh, it like oh, everything yeah. sounds like sex if you say it a certain oh. way. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Oh, I'm well, going, I'm put that on a t-shirt. The, the setup for the game is: is Dara's sort of the announcer, Ellie's the brains. You guys are the team captains, and you get some well-known faces to play some video games. Yep. Blah blah blah. Five rounds. Yay! <laughs> 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 that was the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. And then a big problem yeah, yeah. at the end. Yeah. Guys, I'm, sus- I'm, sus- I'm suspecting waves. you don't have anything in the middle. No, no, no. <laughs> Look, Dara, team captains, guess. Blah 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 blah. Five rounds. And come on. <laughs> 
TV gold. Yeah. Done. So Ellie yeah. sometimes, because she's got the smarts, has to come in and sort you guys out because she knows how to play things. There will, I will say there is a moment coming up in this series. I won't spoil it, but there is a moment involving me and the SNES version of Aladdin, which oh. I very much enjoyed. Very that was oh, wonderful. Yes. A wonderful moment. Um, we've had lots of you know celebrity guests on the show. Who who's been your favourite, Steve? On the great bits, yeah. I fell in love with Vernon Kay. We, we got on really nicely. It was Did lovely. you? Yeah. Although he stopped oh. replying to me on Twitter now, so I'm sad. He's what? Sorry. Stop replying to me on Twitter. We were having loads of chats on uh, DMs. Oh. He might be busy, but I miss him. Vernon, if you're listening, please. Did you reply. get too friendly? Did you start being like, oh, what you did? Maybe five it's Saturday. Tricky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five o'clock. Yeah, you got, you got too over friendly. It's tricky, isn't it? Dick Dick's. Oh, that'll do it. Oh, did you DM? You muffed it. You muffed it. Absolutely muffed it. What about you, Sam? Who's been your. Well, I was. Do you know what? The day I was probably most excited was the day that Greg Wallace was there. Greg Wallace was amazing. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah. It was the most exciting day for me because I do I do love MasterChef uh, and it was Greg Wallace and uh, Jodie Kidd. Kidd who, you know, who I knew about but I didn't know much about her personally mm. and she was amazing. Yeah, she's like, like mm. a, just a really industrious person. I really knew her. She loved games as well. Really, really knew her. Yeah. Games. Loved and she, I said, well, just before we started filming I said, can you tell me all your cars? <laughs> <laughs> and she went, and she did, and, uh, and I was just like, oh. she's like, oh yeah, but it's a fucking a fill up, hundred and five pound every time, and he does ten miles per gallon. Like, just tell me more, <laughs> more about the cars. But it was very like she was just a very kind of loving, nice person with yeah. a very nice kind of posh soothing. Yeah, she's voice. lovely. I really liked her. Mm. And Greg was Greg was mental because Greg oh. talks in jokes. And you he never realise it. Because on MasterChef, he's all like, bang, 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 you've got ten minutes! And all that. But uh, in person, he just comes That's up so to funny. you and goes, you meet, you go, oh, hi, Greg, I'm Sam. He goes, how'd you make a lemon orgasm? And you go, what? He goes, tickle it citrus. <laughs> and he walks off. Yeah, and yeah, Jenny yeah. Kidd comes yeah. up and he goes, yeah. I've forgotten what he was like. <laughs> yeah. They got on well. Oh. He was great. I remember having an actual argument with him, like quite an intense argument in the green room about whether the crisps were spring onion flavour or chive flavour. Right. And then just suddenly having one of those moments of, what are you doing? What what you argue with Greg Wallace about crisps? Oh. What's happened to your life? It was Can good. I tell you my Greg Wallace story? Go go ahead. Okay, so we, this is the third series of the show we're filming. So at this point, we've done and filmed another series. So you've got no idea, like, do you know what? Once this all comes out, am I going to be a popular person or am I still like a nobody or what is what is going on? Anyway, so Greg's coming on. I used to be a chef. He has a Celebrity Master Chef. I'm thinking, if one day I'm able to go on Celebrity Master Chef, that would absolutely blow my mind. So I go into his dressing room, I knock on the door, I was like, so I started talking to him, saying, I used to actually be a cook, and I love the show. And he said, where do you used to work? I said, well, I actually used to work at Stringfellows. And he went, I used to deliver veg to Stringfellows. Little, uh, little Roger used to, used to work there. I said, you're talking about my old head chef, Roger. And he said, yeah, little Roger. I said, he wasn't little when I left. He, you know, he'd be quite a big lad. And uh, so we got to talking, and it was getting really great. I was like, oh, I just love cooking. I love the MasterChef programs. Bye-bye. He goes, and he, calls, and he goes, tell you what. I'll tell you what, I'm thinking, oh, oh my here God. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I've done it. Oh, I've, I'm in. I've kissed just enough dick to make something work for once in my life. The schmoozing's paid off. And he goes, get in touch with my PA on Twitter. She's called Greg's PA. And <laughs> of course will, she fucking is. Of course she is. She will send you, let her know that I sent you, and she'll send you a MasterChef apron. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, the thing is, he's not, he's, his job isn't to cast the, no. the programme. It's not his job. But it's just, I stupidly just in that moment just went, 
Oh my god! Oh, it's happening! <laughs> it's happening! Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, as you reach, it. you reach the brow of the roller coaster. It's happening! It's happening! Oh, it's oh, just okay. flat. Oh yeah, no, yeah. It's nothing yeah. happening. Did you get the apron? Did I fuck? No. <laughs> I can get the apron. At Greg's PA. No, no, yeah. I could. Although now anybody listening knows they've just got to tweet Greg's PA and say, "Hello, well, Greg said give me an apron." Yeah. I, I, the only reason I haven't, to be perfectly honest, is just because I'm too lazy. Just for the for the gaming nerds who are listening, what's your favourite game? Each of you. Mine is Minecraft. I spent way more time on Minecraft than anything else ever. Talking about this again earlier today. Yeah. But, um, the music is excellent. Inc- the soundtrack on it is incredible. I've actually bought the soundtrack on vinyl, green vinyl, oh, and it's beautiful. Wow. It's amazing. It was a wow. It's incredible. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Did your uh, wife approve that purchase? I did not ask. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not cheap. Oh, oh, that, that, that's separate bank thing. accounts. Separate bank accounts. Yeah. It's a secret to a long marriage. Separate bank accounts. And, yeah. and Samuel. And whatever I've played most recently, but I will, I will still say probably Battlefield One. I thought it was really you good. Battlefield One. You like being a pigeon, didn't you? I love being a pigeon. Pigeons Ellie, thing. Ellie, you've got to nerd up and tell them what you've been playing. When like even when I'm talking to you, what have you oh, playing? Happy Cafe. Yes, I'm playing a new game. Is, yeah. is, is that like your? Uh, is that the same <laughs> one? Is that the same one? So no, that's not Happy Cafe. To no, explain what fever. we're talking about, when did you complete Cooking Fever? You can't complete Cooking Fever. But you got out. Did you have to go to rehab for it? He's got a bit twitchy. Got oh, a bit yeah, twitchy. Yeah. It's yeah. Happy Cafe, the methadone to, to cooking. <laughs> so just to explain, when the, when we were filming the last series of Go 8-Bit, there's quite a lot, when you're rehearsing, there's quite a lot of sitting around, there's quite a lot of downtime, and I used to bring my iPad down, and I used to play this game called <laughs> Cooking Fever, where all you have to do is like make burgers or pasta, or it depends which restaurant you're in, obviously. Um, and I was I was fucking obsessed with this game, and yep. then I did have to stop playing it because it was just silly. Yep. And, then, and then recently I discovered... Happy Cafe, which is from the people who brought you Cooking Fever. Oh, is it the sequel to Cooking Fever? <laughs> it's the sequel to Cooking Fever. Is it and this time, oh, not only shit. are you running a cafe, but you you can you have a little fucking farm, so you grow <laughs> your own ingredients. It's a hipster cafe. Well, you know, locally sourced food. It's, uh, yes. it's, it's if, brilliant. If this game was in VR, would you die in it in an epi? <laughs> I mean, that's my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is, that's yeah. my goal. Yeah. So, there's that to look forward to. What's your favourite game, Josh? <laughs> uh, well, I, I like Sonic Number no. 1. I'm just a classic. Sonic, Sonic Number no. 1! What? I also, there's I'm, nothing wrong with that! There's nothing what? wrong with that! What is wrong with saying Sonic Number 1? I'm also a big fan of The Land of Mario. I don't know if you've played that one. Uh, what is it's... that? Why is that a diss? I don't understand. That's all right that you don't. That's your job in the show. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the classic Sega game. Well done. I always say Sega because that's how we said it in Australia. But that's but fundamentally I'm, wrong. Yeah. 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 Apparently. But you accept that now? Yes. Because yeah, I got surely, on the car- you- surely on the cartridge in Australia, when you turned them on, they still went Sega. Like they couldn't have been clearer. Well, no, yeah. You turn it on as well as we got Sega. <laughs> You fucking loonies! <laughs> it's Sega. <laughs> All on a bloody wobble ball. <laughs> no, you can't go there. Oh, no, really? No, 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 Harry, no, no, no. Harris. Oh, well, we don't blame Australia. Oh, oh well, we, some of us do. Hey, we, <laughs> look, you produced him, but we incubated that. We did. <laughs> anyway, what's your favourite film? The Godfather Number Two. <laughs> <laughs> good times anyway good times. I stand by it Sonic number one is my favourite Sonic game. number one yes yes it's, good game. it's the dingle of the rings yeah. the, the ring dingle oh, I spent a lot of time <laughs> the ring dingle the ring dingle it was so fast and the power up oh. yeah <laughs> And oh, you couldn't do that in the first one, could you? What? Or is that that's number, no, number, number two? Yeah. Sonic number two. Sonic number two. I was going to say otherwise I would have been a lot better at Sonic number one if I'd yeah, yeah, number two. <laughs> oh, oh, good times on the um, Mega Drive. Yes. yes. 
Yes, the Mega Drive. The me- <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it just called the, the Mega Ute? So, Series 3 of Go 8-Bit is on the telly right now, Monday night, so you can watch it. Yep. Uh, so, guys, um, we're on a parenting podcast, apparently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, let's mm-hmm. do some dad chat. Mm. Gladly. You now, chat. you guys started off as a double act before you became parents. So- Pre-sex. Yes, and so now you've had two, Sam. I've got two. Your wife's had two, I should say. You were. I put two in her with my magic stick. Oh, it's so nice. And and Steve, you've you've got one. I have I have one. I have a two year old daughter. Yeah, lovely. And so so so, how has that changed you? Let's talk about that. I'm very tired now. Yeah. Mm. The end. That's it. Always tired. No, it's 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 actually. Really, really helped because my wife had the kids uh, on the 17th of December and the TV show got commissioned in January, just after Christmas. So mm. I had a newborn baby and a TV show to do oh my at the same God. time. So it was Red Bull. I literally, yes. I went to Tesco's beginning of January, bought all the Red Bull they had in Tesco's, put it in the fridge and just kept doing that for about six months. And it was chaos. Oh That's my a God. terrible idea. Yeah, oh, I, well, I mean, it's weird. Everything came at once, literally, like your... Well, no, your me group. nine months earlier. <laughs> yes. But, uh... <laughs> but so, so, Sam, you had yeah. children first. So I did, I win. Oh, you... oh, well done. And you've got two. Two boys. Uh, so you win, obviously. But did you impart your fatherly knowledge onto Steve? You know, you were the first in. No, because he sort of didn't want to listen. Um, <laughs> Steve has this thing where, I mean, Steve loves me very much and he always will look, look out for me. But if I'm interested in something that is outside of what we talk about, yeah, whether it's kids, mm-hmm. uh, the my car, market, the my house, market, the stock market, market yes. investments, oh. guitar effects, pedals, oh, and nice. anything like that. Steve, th- this is his reaction. He yeah. hates it. Oh. So he doesn't listen to And me I'm someone time. who did a management degree, so I know about the stock market. I own lots of guitar pedals because I inherited a load of guitars and guitar pedals. But it's when Sam talks also, about I, like he I, knows what he's talking about. I hate I it. Only oh, le- I only learned to drive like seven months ago, and I talk oh. about that a lot. He always, whenever he's in my car, he insists that he helps me change gears every oh, single time he gets in the nice. car. No, it's not nice. It's not nice. It's too He's, he's nearly 40. This is what my wife it. said. My wife said, I can't wait till you can drive and you can do those long journeys and I can sleep in the passenger and just yes. look after the kids. Like, that was idyllic. Now, now I drive. Driving is so much better than having to turn around in the passenger seat and I've got two kids. One wants the iPad. The iPad's falling over this or this or this. Or this. Oh, I want chocolate. I want milk, milk. Look, daddy, look. And like this. And I'm crying. I've dropped my dummy. I've dropped my dummy. Oh. All the dummies on the floor to get them. We have to stop at the service station wash all the dummies. Do you know what? Being the driver is the infinitely it's the better. Because you can actually do this. Please, can you sort that out, darling? Because she's done that to me a million times. Now, the thing is, is that now that she's the passenger, she can't relax. Mm. So I go on the journey and I get I get pooped from driving because it's quite pooping. Yeah. And then she's absolutely knackered because she's watching me like this. And every time I indicate, she puts her hand on the door like... <gasps> like that. So she is far more tired. But So she's got the kids. And she's got like the frontal lobe She's got the thing. kids. Yeah. Her head is going insane. Three kids. Yeah. She's worried about the driver. She's worried about the kids. Mm. She doesn't sleep. Wow. So is, is being a dad kind of what you expected... Steve, before it, I don't know. I don't know why we we sort of. I mean, not not to get serious. I, I thought, but we 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 genuinely didn't believe until until we had Ella that we would because we had a miscarriage before we had Ella, and so at no point during the pregnancy did we really ever think about the reality of having a human being living in the house that needed looking after. Mm. So it hit us very hard trying to work out what on earth to do when Ella turned. Oh, yeah. So the first the first three months were just absolute chaos as we realised we actually had to keep a human alive because mm. we just didn't think we would. So do you think that was a direct effect of miscarriage? Then you were just so focused on the pregnancy yeah. and getting and the nurse to this day hasn't actually been decorated or kiddie kiddie because we uh, until she was born we just didn't touch it for like a risk of jinxing it so oh she just God. yeah she just lives mm. in an industrial estate with a cot in it <laughs> she yeah. remember 
Oh, she doesn't care. She, she, doesn't she couldn't care, care less. But uh, yeah, so we just yeah. yeah so because of all the drama around that before we had before we had Ella, mm. we just never really went anywhere near it. So the first three months was going. Oh no, we've actually got to be parents yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Get those nappies. Get get some milk. But that's a piece of piss. You know, they shit in a nappy. You get them, you put them in a bath. They, 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 they take they take you through it. I mean, they are quite. They are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I was just say, like basically, like kids are like um are like MacBooks. Mm. That you take them out of the box and you and, and you get all excited and they turn up and then you turn them on. They kind of go. Yeah, you don't need to do anything just yet. Just leave me be. You're like, <laughs> fine. Okay, I'll leave you be. And it's like, hey, you might want to set up your email. And you're like, I will set up my email. <laughs> oh, hey, do you want to connect to Messenger with your phone? I do. Sure. Do want to right. And it gets deeper and deeper and more complicated. And before long, you're going, you know, you know why won't my emails push? Why can't I get my text messages on my computer anymore? Why does this not work? Why does that not? Because it's just too much stuff. But at the yeah. beginning... It's fine. It's sort of yeah. virus-free, yeah. mm. but as it gets older and older, it sort of oh, gets it's got opinions and stuff. Oh, because yeah. you haven't body opinions. trained yet, have you? No, not yet. No. That did you find that? Well, uh, we we are. So we, uh, my oldest is three and a half, and he's got that anal retention thing where he's holds in his shits and he's terrified about he having a shit. To do them, okay. So so we've got him on um, uh, what's it called Movacol, mm-hmm. which is like really harmless. And I spoke to the GP. I was like, "How long could he be on this?" He's like, "Oh, mate, forever." Like, Don't worry. Don't worry. He goes, yeah, just keep doing it until he's normal. <laughs> right, fine. So we hide, so we hide it. So every now and then we're like, "Would you say it's like a powder you dissolve?" So is it mm. like a laxative? Is it? To it's, make it's basically like a laxative. Okay. But it's basically you know it, you can you smash them with it if they've got fecal impaction. But um, he won't. You can't drink it in milk or water because it tastes. You taste. They taste it. So the only way we can do it is go. You go, Emerson. Do you want a pub orange juice? So it's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, the, amazing. it's the orange amazing. juice you get when you go to a pub, and he gets the straw. He goes, "I will have a pub, a pub orange juice." And so he has the pub, and he, you can't taste it in there with all no, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, all the you can get one or two in there, and then so what tends to happen is you get into bed with him at night. Uh, so we're in bed with him at the moment because our house is being done. So no one, we're all sleeping in the same room. It's the, horrific. The, the roof went wrong. Everything went wrong with the, the, the home. Yeah. Uh, so you get into bed with him, and you like move him over because he takes, and you think and you feel his backside. And it's just like someone has put a baseball in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking baseball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm clenching. I'm involuntarily clenching. But the thing is, and at the beginning when he was really, really like backed up and wouldn't go, mm. uh, you so, so he's like put him over asleep and you take, and it is so bad because you think shit's bad, but shit is so much worse than when it's gone off. Shit goes off quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my you know, you want to get it fresh. Yeah, like as soon as it's made, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like goat's cheese. As soon as it's there, it's got a tag. Eat it. You got to eat it. You yeah, yeah. Eat it straight. You on. don't want to leave that in someone's anus for a week. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. And so it comes, and it's so, and you're just kind of going. So horrific, and the amount of nappy bags. Oh, it makes you wish you bought expensive ones. The amount of nappy bags, <laughs> like thirty. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, wow. you, need, you need like like a bag for life. Oh, you need in. one of those bags you put bowling balls in. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you need to burrow it. I think it has a half life. I don't think it can stay in this country. I think I need to sell them to China. You need yeah. a has You need yeah. one of those, those yeah, 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 yeah. yellow buckets. Sort of yeah. I mean, I've never, sm- I've never smelt or seen anything like it. And that's, and that's getting Sam saying that. And that's me saying that. Yeah. Wow. Now, we always get asked, how do we juggle a career and motherhood? Which drives us up the fucking wall. Because Great. no one ever asks men how they juggle it. So let's, I wish they would. Let's yeah. address the balance by let's doing do the that. thing we hate. Yep. And yep. say, hey guys, yep. how do you juggle your career and fatherhood? I'll just get the wife to do it. <laughs> there we are. I wish someone would like, it's hard. Mm. Because doing what I do, if if like I'm in a long spell now of not having a huge amount of work, so there's huge amounts of stresses there. You're paying for the childminder, you're filling in for 
at all the times when they're not there, um, which is quite a lot. Mm. And so, yeah, it is really hard. It's never easy, even when you've got your routine down like even when you're absolutely smashing it it's not easy it's just it's just you kind of like every now and then you get to bed with your wife and you go we're smashing it we're smashing it we're doing all right we're doing all right we're doing okay this is okay you know everything's all right mm. the rest of the time it feels like um it's constant just crisis underlying crisis all the time yeah and that is what you learn is that that is copable but you have to kind of... But if there's an issue with outside family or with friends or with each other, then it's very easy for it all to become too much really, yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Mm. So if, if anything, it's taught me that... Uh, it's spurred me on career-wise. It's spurred me on to work harder. I still don't work hard enough, I don't think. But I've, because it's not about me anymore, I can, I can live with being poor, and, but I, d- I don't want my kids not to have... Mm. A house to live in, mm. so it's made me work a little bit harder. I think so. It, it's but it actually makes me more productive because before, like when we were just doing sketch comedy and there wasn't any kids or any pressure, mm. we'd do some gigs and we'd do Edinburgh once a year and blah blah blah. blah. Whereas now, I know that I've got I've got to make a YouTube, I've got to make seven YouTube videos a week and I've got to do six streams a week and I'm actually I've got to finish a short film script with another guy by the time the series finishes. I'm going to be running five. I'm doing the five K, the naught to five K thing. So all of a sudden, I would never have done any of those things before kids. But there's something about compartmentalising your day yeah. that makes you go, well, actually, I've got two hours there. That's enough time to get an hour of admin done and go for a run. So up your alley as well, mate. I love admin. I love all... Oh, well, mate, that's where this, Gibson comes on. This, this, is, yeah, where it's this is where it's hell for me because my wife is like that. My wife loves having a list and kind of going, this is today. Um, it's life by spreadsheet. Yeah, but I, I, I genuinely wish I was like that. Mm. I genuinely wish I did. Years ago, I used to be sort of... Fan, I used to romanticise the way I was. But there's a point where no one finds it funny anymore. It starts being charming when you hit your mid thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, but look, I'm crazy. He's like, he's like, yeah, but you need to. You're a mess. You're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, yeah, yeah. money. Grow yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So, but it's so very, very hard to change the pattern of a lifetime yeah. and to become someone different. Yeah. You well, know. especially when you've been, it's been I'm just celebrated. For, I'm just really waiting for someone to turn around and go, "No, Sam, you be you." Yeah. But so far, no one's saying that. Oh. Everyone's saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Very quickly, so it, we we like we like a nugget, don't we? We like a we nugget like a of wisdom. Nutshell. You want to see his kids? So, if you could go back in time and talk to <laughs> nice, and talk to nice like poo goes oh. back. the Thank pre-kids, you. Steve, what would be knowing what you know now? What would be the, your nugget of wisdom? What if I could talk to pre-kid me? Mm. I can't... It, it, I mean, it's, it, it's that cliche, but I can't believe how much time I wasted, given how much I'm managing to get done in an average week mm. in terms of trying to move my career forward and all those things. I can't believe how much we didn't do. Get on yeah. with it. Mm, there's, yeah. so, there's so much hours in yes. a week. Yeah. And it's so easy to not use any of them. Where, yeah, I can't believe how much time we didn't use. Pound um, for long? Well, for me, it's the same, but... Less crisps. <laughs> Eat less crisps. Eat less crisps. That's a pretty succinct nugget. Yeah. Uh, no, so for me it'd be it'd be kind of similar, but at the same time, I want to go. I want to kind of go back to my previous me and be all uh, sensible and say, look, you've got more time. You'll never know what free time is again. Really make the most of it, but also fuck all that and just really enjoy yourself because it's going to get quite tough for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I'd I think I'd just probably not visit my previous self and just let him get on with it. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? He'd ask a lot of questions. What would you say to yeah. pre-kids, Ellie? Because oh. I never met her. I'd probably, I'd probably just say, yeah, just get more, get pissed more because, you know. Yeah. No, but I never really did 
health, healthy eating or health or fitness or stuff, which I'm sort of getting into now because I can't be hungover all the time because I'm just too tired. It's yeah. easier when um, you can't handle it. Then, that's right, what we're all doing. The millennials, they are, they are having less sex oh. than any generation oh, before. Oh, see, this, this upsets they're, me. They're, they're going out less, they're not having sex. Because I, I, I kind of think about people and I think, they're just be fucking all the time. No, they're not. want to fuck. No, so no. these kids aren't going out and getting trashed, so none of them are having sex. No, mm. because do you know why? Because of all the but, selfie culture. And internet porn as well. <laughs> yes. What's yeah. that about? Can I just say, we sound like we have a combined age of 479. Like, <laughs> I know the it's the selfie culture, I think. <laughs> combined, it's the selfie culture. No. Dick pics! Dick pics! No, but people wouldn't take pictures of their penis and then go down to the local pharmacy. You wouldn't, well, no, you wouldn't be allowed because they wouldn't give you the, phone, the camera back. Not no. that I know, not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> But like even disposable things, so you couldn't you couldn't do that, could you? My wife and I Uh took some rude pictures, drunk, on a snappy snap camera, forgotten we'd done it, and then took more holiday pictures and handed the film in and got them back, and they were just left. They were just they were just all in there. Really? Yeah. All the naughties. But you know they'd looked because there was one afterwards which was like a tabletop mountain or something in in Cape, and and a little sticker saying blurry. So you know they've gone that's through it. That's just yes. them going, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. But you can't take photos of yourself while fucking though, can you? I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll just say that for another time. <laughs> Good. Well, that's dad chat done. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I know. Let's play a game. Yes, please. Let's please. play a game. So we're going to play a game. We have played it on the podcast before with another double act, Croft and Pierce. Yeah. Uh, that was Miss, oh, yes. Mrs. and Mrs. But we're going to play it. We're going to twist it up and play Mr. and Mr. Modern. Exciting yes. times. Which is yes. fine. So yes. Yeah, it's, we're fine with that. It's just like the shit old quiz show, okay? I'm going to ask you a question and I'm going to ask you to write down what you think the other person's answer would be. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I'm okay. so ready. Okay. What is your partner's worst habit? So, Steve, what do you say your worst habit is? I think I'm just never fucking wrong. I'm just never wrong. Righteousness. Arrogance. Arrogance. Right, or, arrogance. Yeah. Oh, that feeds what have you put, Sam? Calling me fat. 
So I think it's his worst habit. He does it a lot, but also that really feeds into him thinking he's always right. Okay, now Sam, what do you think your worst habit no. is? So I'm farting or picking my nose. I'm gonna say farting. Oh, he's picking your nose. Oh, oh, no. oh, so oh, I now wish I'd just written fat because it would be funny. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fat is not habit. <laughs> it is the way you do it. I know what you're gonna say. I don't need to. I don't need to. You can fill in the gaps. What is your partner's favourite body part? So on themselves, what do they like most about their body? <laughs> First of all, Sam, what do you think is your is your best body part? My hair is hair. Hair, it's yeah, hair. nice. Okay. Easy. Point, point for Steve. Point for Steve, yes. Tick. Steve, what do you think your best body part is? I've got to think what you, I think you're going to say as well, and I think you think I'm a massive prick, so I'm going to say my mind. And I think you're going to. <laughs> no, I, I would never say no, that. No, I, I, I just like, <laughs> you hate your mind. No, I know, but I just it calls me fat. <laughs> yeah. The other day, you thought you had a really nice arse. I have got a nice arse. <laughs> oh, you should have put that then, you silly potato-headed fucking I, idiot. I was, I, I was playing too far, I was thinking what I think you'd your think mind. I'd say. When am I ever going to write your mind about you? I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Um, who does your partner think should play them in a movie of their life and who should <laughs> and two parts two parter who should play them in the movie of their life oh. so who would they like to play them who actually should in real life play them in the movie because there's no I mean because if there was actors as boring as you you'd be a famous actor yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes yeah got it Okay, Dave thinks who should play him in the movie of his life? Marshall Mathers the third Eminem. <laughs> and who should actually play Steve? Steve McNeil. There's no one else for the job. <laughs> yeah, 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 I would never have said that Eminem should play me, but uh, yeah, it would have to be me because who else is going to? Yeah, mm. yeah. What is your partner's favourite sexual position? Oh Christ! Think, <sighs> I think. I think I know what you're going to say. Oh God, is it? Okay, okay. I've I've, I've made my choice. I mean, there's only two. I mean, it's... There's only two. Yeah. <laughs> missionary and reverse missionary. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. There's two. There's two. There's two sections. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. Mouth and vagina. <laughs> no, no. Steve, what is your favourite sexual position? I assume Sam will say that my favourite sexual position is missionary. No, because I don't think that's true. Don't you? What have you put? Well, I've put doggy style. Did oh, you know doggy? Oh, I thought you were not like big on doggy. Oh, you're not me either. Not big on... Oh, and I put doggy for you. Oh, no. <laughs> we both think we like the doggy. No, because your legs are bent. You can't get excited. I don't like standing <laughs> up. It's like work. <laughs> no. Uh, oh my god. What's your favourite, Sam? Uh, uh, lady on top. Oh, good. Mm. Yeah. I think it feels nice to go. I don't like. I don't like repetitive pounding. <laughs> pound, 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 that's, pound, pound. That's essentially sex. <laughs> I know, but you know, <laughs> it just feels like lady on top. You've got a world of options. Yeah. Guy on top, is she still breathing? <laughs> well, there we go. At the end of that, uh, Sam, you have one point, and Steve, you have two points. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I wasn't really. He knows fair. you better. That's, a, that's yes. it. That's it. All right. Well, it's time to round off, as always, with the Scummy Mummy Confessions. Ooh. Now, Steve and or Sam, have you got a, a, a scummy confession you'd like to share with us? Uh, my youngest Rex had a nosebleed. He'd had a he'd he had a cold, so he was sneezing a lot, and he'd playing with his nose. He, kept, he had a couple of nosebleeds during the day. So I got the, both the kids in the bath, the two and a half year old and the, and the two, sorry the two year old and the three and a half year old. And uh, Rex's nose starts bleeding again. And Emerson says, "Daddy, Rex, his nose." I'm like, okay, fine. And then so I'm kind of pouring water over Rex's head, and it's got that thing where you're pouring water on blood, 
So you wipe it away, but then more water, as you as you wash it away, the water mixes with the blood. There's so so much more, and he's played with his nose then. So now he's actually got a proper nosebleed, but he's also got water dripping down his head. And so now he looks like he's been. Like, it looks like Carrie. And so my first thought is, oh shit, where's my phone? So <laughs> I get my phone because he looks amazing, like he's been he's been in a fight. And he looks like a little boxer. So I start taking pictures of him bleeding. <laughs> So because, because you know he's fine and it's actually just... Oh, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's like... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Uh, but then I suddenly realised there's another kid in the bath who's now sat in a bath <laughs> that's got blood in it and his brother is bleeding. God, what am I doing? But oh, no, I just wanted to get well, a picture of the blood. I'm, I've got a confession. Um, the other night um, I was Googling something but for some reason a sex swing came up on uh, Were you Googling sex swing? No. Okay. No, something else came a up. It's like started... She was Googling swingers. And yeah. then it just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this, this funny sex swing came up and like, it's it's weird. It's basically just like ropes and then you're together. Who wants that? So I send it to Will at work because it's funny. Isn't it funny when you do that to your husband at work yeah. and then he goes, not here, not now. <laughs> anyway, so we were having a chat about it later, but I didn't realise that my son was in the other room. Mm. And he's really obsessed with... Star Wars and I was, and Will's like, oh, you, why don't you just send me that sex wing? And and my son pipes up and said, who's getting an X wing? Who's getting an X wing? <laughs> <laughs> Your son is now. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, so we're like, ah, oh. they're always listening. They always oh, listen. There was one. Well, there we go. Uh, that I mean, us, amazing. I like. Amazing scenes. Um, so, yeah, so plug time. So, Dara O'Brien's Go 8 Bit Series 3 is on right now on Dave at 10 o'clock Monday nights. And then I think it's repeated in the week. It's Saturday. Thursdays at 8. Usually, Thursday. There we go. Um, and you've got a podcast, you two. What's it called? It's called Buffering with Steve and Sam. Uh, new episodes tend to go up on a Tuesday. Yeah. And it's just us having a chat about our weeks. Having a good chat. Answering oh, some it's questions. great. Steve's got all his Twitch stuff. Yes, I was going to say. Out. So, where, Steve, where can people watch your Twitch and your YouTube uh, stuff? On Twitch that? or YouTube, I am Steve from Go8Bit, uh, or one word, and I'm on there every day doing video gaming things. So, if you like that, then come there, please. And there I'm, we go. I'm at Sam Pavlon, and now I will have a new, very exciting, crisp based podcast being released in the next few weeks. Just about crisps? He wouldn't even he wouldn't even uh, confirm that on our own podcast. Wow. Doing that's, that's the plan wow. that you guys have. I love it. By walkers? No. Is he fuck? Get me yeah. and Greg Wallace on. We'll have that argument about crisps all over again. We can do exactly. it. Amazing. Well, we can do that. I'm in. I want to be on. I the can talk about podcast. Australian crisps if you like. Salt and vinegar discos. Yes, but they yeah. are they're, 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 sorry, they're, they're a poor ratio crisp because they're thicker than you remember, and only a few of them every now and then. Uh, are we still recording. I can't get into this because this is the stuff. This is the stuff. This is the stuff. I can't get into it. But if you've just leant forward, do look out for Sam Pamphlon's new podcast. I can't wait. What's it going to be called? Uh, I can't reveal the title because Uh, we haven't quite secured the name yet. Oh, right. I'm going to Australia next month, so I'll bring back an array. Sorry, I was going to say it. We're going to own it. Uh, It's going to be called Desert Island Crisps. Yes! And our first guest is going to be Jade Adams. Oh, excellent guest choice. That's brilliant. Hopefully, it'll be out in the next couple of weeks. Really excited about your crisp podcast. Me too. Um, Do uh, follow us at Scummy Mummies on all the things. And do come and see us at a live show, perhaps. But book the tickets now because we're just selling out all over the country. It's all all kicking off. Major, major, major tour. We're going to Belfast. We're going to Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes. We're going to Winchester. You're in Bristol? Yes. yes Where are you Bristol? been at Bristol? The Red Grave. That sounds really posh. <laughs> I mean, Vanessa, Vanessa. Front, of course. <laughs> right. she, does, she does the bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does the bar. 
Halftime ice cream. So. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, so do check scammingmummies.com for all the dates and, and links to buy tickets and all that jazz. Our book is still, still in available. print. Still available. Still, still in, in my toilet. I Just still read it when I'm having a poo. <laughs> so this, is, this, is, this is it. We're, we're so I do. I still dip in. I still dip in. It's a great book. My wife loves it. My wife genuinely loves yeah. your book. Steve and Sam, thank you very much for coming uh, on the podcast. Well, it's been, thank it's you. Been a dream. Until next time. Bye-bye. So, if you've got, let's say, in a parallel universe, you get a free pass from your wife to have sex with any celebrity, living or dead, uh, who who would you choose? Oh, no. What is it? Calman. I'm absolutely in love with Calman. Susan Calman. If I could be with anyone, it would be with Susan Calman. Oh, why wouldn't you? She's so good. You shag Calman. I shag the shit out of Calman. You've never told me that. I love her so much. I love Susan Calman so much. Really? I think she's amazing. I love Susan Cameron. I did not know that. I'm so happy. good at what about, about what about you, Sam? Who's your who's your uh, Kate Moss? Any time, right? Uh, Ellie, preferably any time when she's out on the piss. Yeah. <gasps> Find it very hard to turn Elba down. Very oh, hard. Elba, yeah. Yeah. Elba, are you? Yeah. Do you not think he's not that good at acting? Don't, do you think I... Luther, care? what are you talking about? Do you think I'm interested <laughs> in... He's a chest, very Sam. handsome man. Oh. Yes. That's coins off his tits, Sam. Come on. <laughs> you can bounce tits off his tits. You, I bet that's, I bet that's <laughs> a thing. Anything off his tits. Yeah. Good. Oh, good. What a man. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.